0: Welcome to episode two zero zero the 200 landmark has been reached and i'm joined by nick to dissect some lessons and more nick welcome how you doing
1: what's up man episode 200 man you did it
0: yeah i can't believe it we've made it i feel like stallone in rocky where he's like adrian we did it
1: <laughs> adrian <No.
0: laughs> yes you did it, yeah no it's crazy just under 8 months as well i couldn't i couldn't have imagined this i kicked it off in january and yeah fuck we're got 200 so hard yeah man yeah. there's um, more to come yeah many more i was watching joe rogan's 1000th episode the other day just to not compare but you know let <laughs> you know give it give a bit of a watch and think oh what's my 1000th going to be like it'd be weird if mine was sat in a studio in where where is his old studio? It's in Texas now. I'm going to guess it's Boston. I don't actually know. With Jerry Diaz just there. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Now it's Austin. Yeah, before it was somewhere in California. I forget where. Oh,
0: okay. It? Right. And as I said, we were chatting earlier, my US geography is pretty awful. As in, <laughs> I've heard of a lot of places, but I have no idea like where they are in relation to each other and everything. Mm. Even when I'm watching Friends, and I remember... You know, someone get a job across the country. I'm like, but I'm from the UK, so I'm like, yeah, you're still in the same country. It's only like a six-hour drive. <laughs> in the states, it's like, yeah, a lot bigger.
1: It's a good day's drive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, even yeah, some South African friends I have here, they they, for example, the Ho Chi Minh to Moine is five hours, and whenever I talk to a South African, they go, oh yeah, it's only a five five-hour drive, and I think in a five-hour drive in the UK, you've covered you've covered a lot of it.
1: Hmm. Yeah, like, uh, I live near the D.C. area in Virginia, and uh, we've driven to Orlando, Florida, before. That was like fourteen hours, I think.
0: Fourteen hours.
1: One way. <laughs> it's yeah. a big country, dude.
0: Yeah, hugely. So, how how far would Virginia, where you're from, be from the capital?
1: To to D.C.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, it was like a. Uh depending on traffic like a 40 minute drive oh okay oh
0: right okay so you're really near all oh, right okay yeah i'm just running. yeah i
1: used to i used to work in dc and like i used to commute there like take the bus and the train to dc from my place it was like uh an hour and a half commute there and, and back so total three hours commute
0: yeah for real so with that i'm trying to think what was it like in dc what's it like as a capital city shall we say is it possibly is it busy is it vibrant what's the whole vibe like i don't really
1: know anything about it all uh, right well like whenever people think of dc and the dc that you see on tv like that's specifically northwest dc so that's like just a quarter of the city which is already a small city actually um like northeast has a different vibe it's not so uh, uptight it's more laid back southeast is just like a dangerous place to be at <laughs> And uh Southwest, I don't know, I've never been there. But in Northwest is where you'll find the White House, every museum, <laughs> every monument you've seen on TV is all in Northwest.
0: Oh right, okay, yeah. I'm just trying to get. The Have you got Bar Virginia, obviously, because you grew up there. Have you got a favorite part of the
1: states? Oh, I love New York City, man. Yeah. There's something magical about. Even if I go for one day, I just feel charged by the by the vibe in new york yeah, yeah and uh i have to go back to visit next year i should why not give it a shot i've sure.
0: ever done or considered a state's road trip
1: i've i've never done it but and actually i would love to do that why not to, to get to see america uh, more clearly
0: <laughs> i'm trying to think how long can you enter the States for on a tourist visa? Do you know? I'm just thinking for next
1: summer. <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, with your, with like a British passport, it should be easier.
0: Uh, Irish I really care. should be easier, really.
1: Right? Irish should be pretty easy too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know exactly what the rules are, but uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll see. If I can get, you know, 30 days, night 90 days ideally, that would be the one. Just, yeah, hop in. <laughs> rent out a car and drive across the states that'd be a dream yeah yeah
1: man if you drive through the like the middle of the country it'll be like from what i've heard it's just like flat uh flat land (laughs) and uh maybe lots of farms and churches (laughs) through the middle parts
0: right okay farms churches flat lands anything to do and see just farms and churches is that it or is there a bit more scenery?
1: Oh, man. I don't know. I would guess, like, maybe it's better to go to, like, Arizona or something and yeah. Colorado see, like, the Grand Canyon and stuff like that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course I've got to I don't
1: know what's around the middle part, honestly. I usually don't hang out there. <laughs> I usually hang out in places uh, that are more diverse, I guess.
0: Right, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But still. And the one that I feel like I have to go just for the experience and... Maybe just to say I went, it's Vegas. Have you ever done Vegas?
1: Mm, I've never been there, honestly. And uh, yeah, I, I also should go, so maybe I, I can meet you there.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. We're going to arrange this next year. Just do like a road trip podcast where we just chat about episode 500, <laughs> Vegas, 519, New York, yeah, 520, farmland in Central America, in a place where we don't know where we are, 521, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, just box them off as we go along.
1: So next to the machines, ka ching
0: ka ching. I read stories about Vegas, I always think they'll be really fun vibrant, like they are in the movies. But it's always a sub story, it's always someone's you know who went to Vegas with the American dream. Is like, I lost everything, man. I put my last <laughs> on this, and now I'm in debt. And my wife's left me. I'm thinking, Jesus, Vegas wasn't supposed to be this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess you gamble everything there, huh? You literally gamble everything.
0: I still remember when I was with my friends in college. So we, were in college in the UK, you're like 16, 17. And we were all saying, oh yeah, when we turn 21, we've got to go to Vegas. I think everyone, planned, everyone from the UK plans on going to Vegas for the 21st. And once it gets to the 21st, no one has the financial security or the backing to, you know, put everything in <laughs> on a roulette table in Vegas. So... It's a grand idea, but it never really comes to
1: fruition. And I, I, I never thought about how how famous Vegas is outside of America too, <laughs> yeah. until you said this now.
0: For real, that's, I think that was the first place i would heard of in America when I was growing up. It's, it's, it's definitely uh, in the top five. There was you know New York, California, Vegas. Yeah, maybe it's around those places. Even
1: it's a big one. Huh? Yes,
0: yeah, it's it's, it's
1: like area. uh, I guess like. The ones that that everybody knows is like, yeah, New York, Miami, Chicago, Vegas, California, Texas, maybe. (laughs) Not Virginia, (laughs) definitely not Virginia.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but Virginia, that that slipped under the radar. Florida, maybe. I remember hearing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that is interesting, actually. I forgot how huge Vegas is. And I think I watched quite a lot of films when I was growing up, which always Um. happened to have Vegas in for some reason. (laughs) And yeah, (laughs) the. that kind of led me to some fascination but one day I'll go but I'm going to have to prepare to lose something because I'm not much of a gambler so weirdly enough I put same in here, here. Vegas, but just for the you know just for a weekend or a day it depends on how yeah. yeah
1: yeah right well now you should go and experience it at least
0: yeah just, just see what the vibe's like yeah <laughs> I don't think where else in the States I'd like to go for a trip there I They're the main ones. I think New York at Christmas, just because I feel like there's Mm. something magical about it there.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's true, man.
0: Have you been there at Christmas?
1: Not Christmas Day, but uh, I went during winter with my brother, and uh, we were just walking around looking for a... What's that burger? What's that fat food restaurant? Uh, White Castle. Right. We were walking around looking for looking for a white castle and it just started snowing as we we're walking and it was something that you think you only see in movies like yo i'm walking in the snow in new york city man <laughs> it magical. Yeah, it's magical
0: like home alone two all over do you like that film yeah man yeah. classic that's the one i remember for work last year on christmas eve did you have to show the snowman to your to your students and home alone
1: oh man i don't think so i think we missed that one.
0: Oh yeah yeah i'm trying to think our grades I, I know we were in different grades actually But our grade the task the mm. on christmas eve was to show them a video of the snowman at home alone and they loved it they all just screamed at home, <laughs> home all, all the pranks and i was just like this is
1: <laughs> there's a video of like the the home alone pranks but with a health bar Uh, like a video game so you see like how much damage each guy takes (laughs) throughout the scenes (laughs) until until they die yeah it's it's funny yeah
0: i was watching it from you know my adult perspective and this is where we've had the chat before about rediscovering the inner child i wish i was an eight-year-old watching home alone because i found it hilarious but as i watched it as a 23 year old in front of the class i was thinking surely he died by now like he gets an eye into his face a brick to his face and he's just like you know got a scratch, and everyone's like,
1: ah, ha, ha. like be Yeah, yet. someone throws a, a brick f- like from the roof of the building, and it doesn't break his face, like,
0: yeah, yeah, just like a mark on his forehead. And I was like, What? <laughs> yeah. I in his face, his hair goes on fire, but you know, he puts it in a toilet, and suddenly it's okay, <laughs> just all sorts of chaos. Yeah, yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing bits. it's weird that. Uh, my friend texted me today about Christmas films. He said, "Is it socially acceptable to watch them?" And I think def usually, definitely not. But because we're in lock, because <laughs> we're in lockdown, why not? That that was my thinking. pattern.
1: yeah, this reminds me that I I watched Die Hard, the first one, for the first time uh, this week. Oh okay, yeah. and that's considered a Christmas movie, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, well, it definitely is. Yeah, I've had this debate so many times, but. It is based at Christmas. I think the, re- the reason why people like it. it's not a Christmas film is because there's no Santa Claus, there's no elves. <laughs> it's not really good. It's just, yeah, big action fest. But no, it's a Christmas movie for sure.
1: Yeah, and, and at the end of the movie, it ends with a Christmas song playing as the credits roll by. So like, oh yeah, this is Christmas. True, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that
0: was the moment. The, the, uh, the directors thought, right, how do we make this more Christmassy? Boom, credits, Christmas. Yeah. Made it. Yeah, what did you think of the film? Did you enjoy it?
1: Yeah, man, it was a lot better than I expected.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. It. it's not too bad a film.
1: And I like that the main character, like uh, John McClane, it's like he knows what to do throughout the whole movie, but he's not like uh, he's not like a somebody who's like unscathed. Like he does get hurt in the process. He does get his feet cut on glass. And he's struggling, he's really trying hard, but he makes it through.
0: Yeah, for real. I've not actually seen the film in about five years and my memories of movies are a bit hazy where I'll forget them within a year or two, but I do remember it being a pretty realistic
1: one. Yeah, right? And uh, yeah, it's cool seeing like the Americans are beating the Russians, sorry, the Germans and stuff. And- <laughs> I don't know how, how authentic the, the German speakers were, but I guess because I don't know German, it's like, that's close enough. Fuck it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn. Yeah, no, that is a good film. I think they made four of them, you know. They made it into like a franchise.
1: Yeah, right. Great. Have you seen The Fifth Element?
0: The Fifth Element.
1: With Bruce Wills, but it's like a futuristic movie.
0: No, no, it's any good.
1: Dude, you have to watch that one day. Yeah. It's one of those must-watch movies.
0: Give me a synopsis synopsis.
1: It's like, I don't know what year it is, but it's New York City in the future. And Bruce Willis is a is a cab driver. But uh in well, this is- time period.
0: Hmm? I think I've heard of this. Yeah, but can I carry on?
1: Like in this time period, like all the cars are anti-gravity and shit. So they're like flying up and down and side to side and everything. <laughs> but like as he's driving his cab like some girl just like I think falls through the roof of his cab and into the back seat, and it's just like some girl that was created in the laboratory but she's also really cute so he's trying to help her out and stuff oh, Okay. But that's, that's the beginning but then like they realize that she like ah the world is about to get hit by some like unknown darkness in space it's gonna destroy the earth and like all of the governments on Earth are trying to bomb it with nukes, but it just keeps absorbing nukes and getting bigger. And something about that girl that fell in Bruce Willis's cab, she has like the key to to saving the world from that dark entity.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Hey. So something like that.
0: Yeah, no, okay. This sounds like something on my, my watch list. As you're saying that, I'm, the first thing that popped into my head, you know, when you're talking about this thing that could the whole world was trying to prep by nukes all i was thinking about was coronavirus it just popped up <laughs> damn that's you know the that's the modern day embodiment maybe of this movie when did this movie come out dude you
1: know? <laughs> a while back that's a good question man yeah i want to say late 90s or early 2000s something like that
0: just, well, i'm just trying to think let's say t- 2 years ago if you'd have made a movie about coronavirus everyone would have been like oh boy, imagine that shit imagine if that yeah. down
1: <laughs> like, it's like you can't make a virus movie now because it's like we're already living that it's not it's not creative
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah I still sometimes wake up and I'm like we're living through COVID like it's gonna be a thing <laughs> in a few years time we're like oh yeah Trump of COVID oh COVID
1: yeah, dude this reminds me there's some movie on Netflix I forget what it's called maybe it's just called sleep I don't know but like but like the the plot of the movie that people can't fall asleep and I'm thinking, like, so now because we have COVID on Earth, we can't make virus movies. So now, like, the scariest thing we can think of is that people can't fall asleep. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, although I said that, that was, what, what would it be like if you couldn't fall asleep? What do you think would change in the world?
1: I think eventually you just die because you like you need to sleep to recharge your, yourself physically. Yeah, of course. But then what if you do meditation, right, while you're while you're <laughs> in that state? I don't I don't know, like. They didn't mention that in the movie <laughs> or maybe i turned it off before they got to that part
0: yeah yeah see if this was to happen like meditators would think yeah goes, we've got you covered
1: <laughs>
0: Damn, but yeah if, yeah if you tried if you couldn't sleep not many things would end like when would a party stop because nobody would you know go to bed at like 5 a.m or anything or well, the party just wouldn't
1: ever stop I think in the movie, they tried that. They're like, hey, we can't sleep. Let's party. Yeah. And after like two days, after two days, you are like, I'm hungover and I can't fall asleep. Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. How'd you get rid of the hungover? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you just die, I guess. Fuck. Like, I don't know. Wow.
0: Yeah. And then if you're on a 12-hour plane, 12-hour flight, but you can't
1: sleep. God. Hopefully your airplane has like the like the, the movie streaming stuff on there to watch something.
0: Yeah, but after a while, surely you're right. So if you can't sleep, does that not mean... So do you get tired, but you just can't sleep?
1: Yeah, right. Everyone is exhausted, but they just can't fall asleep. Uh-huh. Ah, and actually, if they fall asleep, then they die.
0: Oh, my God. The amount, the amount of Red Bull, <laughs> the amount of caffeine you need, uh-huh. just like, eyes are uh-huh. No, no, no. <laughs> flying yourself
1: ah and there's one girl it's like one little girl in the movie that she she can fall asleep and everybody thinks that she's like a gift from god and everybody's fighting over who gets to <laughs> keep this little girl and stuff yeah <laughs> she can sleep oh
0: my god imagine if you woke up as that little girl and everyone's just like a zombie
1: yeah oh,
0: sleeping on you like oh my gosh she's special and you're like, what did I do?
1: You slept.
0: <laughs> you closed your eyes. Yeah, right.
1: Like, like I took a nap.
0: <laughs> then, then dreams, like, what are dreams then? If, if nobody can sleep, dreams are, they just don't exist.
1: All right. Yeah. Unless you're in a dream now. Boom! Dream and show vibes. <laughs> dream and show, dream and show vibes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Unless, you can lucid dream, but then yeah, everyone believes the driller.
1: This is kind of reminding me of like a topic that came up this week with some other friends. Like, um, uh, like for example, like if you paint a, a painting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you need a canvas to paint it on, right? Yes, you do. So if there's no canvas, there's nowhere to place the paint, right? Yeah, I agree. And also somebody has to be doing the painting.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So then so then, what about like for us, like what if the universe is like a canvas, right? And right now you and I and everything that we can see is part of the, is the, is the painting, is the art. But then it's like, who is the painter?
0: <laughs> who is the ultimate painter as in who is the creator?
1: Mm. Or Dan? And then some people will say, like, what if the canvas is painting itself?
0: How does that happen?
1: <laughs> right. Here's where you can't use logic anymore. Yeah. Here is where this is where logic ends. It's like, how does a can, How does a canvas paint itself? Unless like somebody is using themselves as a canvas, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> somebody is tattooing themselves.
0: <laughs> and the whole world gets to watch it.
1: It's like God is just doing like body paint and, and that's us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, this is weird.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it goes it goes deeper too because it's like it goes deeper because it's like if I am if you and I are paintings, but we are also conscious, we have consciousness and we can think about this stuff. Whereas other animals can't. It's so like how does that fit into this? <laughs> and then some would say that that the the painter is trying to experience itself. Oh,
0: yeah. So everyone sees the world through their own eyes, and the painter obviously does too. So the painter's interpretation is that the is displayed on the canvas, and the rest of the world has to see it. Is that the gist?
1: <laughs> Maybe something like that. Like. <laughs> Like you, like uh, you have your consciousness and and I have mine, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And everybody has their own, but then it's like, like, uh, what if all of our consciousness come from a cosmic consciousness? Like, 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 what if we are all raindrops from the same ocean, like that? Oh gosh. So then, by me talking to you, I'm actually talking to God.
0: I've had this conversation before, that maybe God, yeah. It is a collective consciousness. Maybe God exists in one of us. Yeah, I have had this chat before. <laughs> is it, as in who, all of us? Yeah, if we're all... We
1: are inside God. We are experiencing God all the time. And by me talking to you, I'm communicating with God. Conversations with God. Mm-hmm. Have you ever
0: read that book, Conversations with God?
1: No. Who's it by?
0: Uh, Neil Donald Walsh, I believe. Neil Donald Walsh. Mm. Yeah, it was written years ago. If I'm, if I'm nice. Years ago. It does touch upon themes like this. Yeah. <laughs> there are bits of this. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. I've been having fun just uh, playing with that and imagining, like, what if in space, like every black hole that is in space, what if, like, inside that black hole is the big bang to another universe
0: <laughs> okay. what, what sort of universe would that be run by aliens you
1: know, who knows i i didn't go that far
0: yeah i feel like if you go that far then you need to ring back at some point
1: <laughs> if you go that far then you should just write a book or make a movie or something that would be a interesting thing how, to how,
0: how'd you go that hear about far? Far? do you, you really would you not be tripped out after a while i think now i need i need to go back to the, <laughs> the, the real world
1: <laughs> but then it makes you question what is real world like what is reality
0: but that's what, yeah that's what's getting brought up like,
1: i go I, I go to my rooftop i look at at the sky and it's like i'm looking into nothingness and i'm i'm here on earth like what is out there and yeah just something like that So meditation now kind of feels like I'm out there in, in the nothingness, just just sitting there. And then when I open my eyes, I'm back on earth.
0: <laughs> That's it. But what is out there? I'm still, yeah, I remember, I think it might've been you showing me a video. It's a 10 minute video to show that how small earth is in reality to all of the stars and cosmos. And I'm pretty sure it was you. And I watched it with thought yeah, wow, so. we are nothing.
1: <laughs> we are my mm. Yeah. It's like it's like if like if the universe is so vast and old, and even the planet Earth itself is so small and all of humanity is even smaller, and then you and I are even smaller. Like we are like minuscule.
0: Yeah, and even in our city like Ho Chi Minh City, we are, what's a word for smaller than minuscule? <laughs> just absolutely minute.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Even like, yeah, and what's a smaller city? What's an even smaller city? Everything is just so bloody small.
1: And what's funny is like, if I, if I and everybody else is so minuscule, why do I think I'm better than somebody else or worse than somebody else? Yeah, exactly. Why do statuses matter then? For
0: example, in that video people who have taken on high-powered jobs on planet Earth so, you know, Trump or Obama why are they any different to us?
1: Mm. We all came from the same place whatever that is. We're all painted on the same canvas.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but... (laughs) But then
0: yeah, why do we come from different backgrounds on the same canvas, though, if that makes sense? Like, I know we are in this cosmos, but why are some people born into poverty and mm. come into extreme
1: wealth in a Western country? How does that all work? All right. Yeah, right. It's like there's pros and cons to both. There's pros and cons to being poor, and there's pros and cons to being rich. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can you survive? Can you survive? Because, like, at least in Peru, like, our suicide rates are higher in the rich districts than in the poor district oh and why do you think that is my guess is that like poor people have the hope that they can get money one day and, and have a happy life mm-hmm. whereas rich people are already rich but if they're still depressed and they realize they can't buy they can't pay for the depression to go away then they give up yeah no absolutely And i feel like when you're in a
0: poorer environment this is my assumption i grew up in a not rich, not poor, very average, shall we say, and I'm glad it was that way. But yeah, if you're in a poor mm. environment, it's all you know, and you probably would be more appreciative for the little things, because you know that it didn't come easy. Whilst if you're rich, it all comes to you in abundance, but you still feel lack, and you still feel, oh, yeah, I can't buy my way out of this. What's the next option? And it goes against a lot of what we're taught. Have, have you ever read the book Lost Connections by Johan Hari. No, 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 yet. He talks very much about this topic, where in Cambodia there was somebody who was depressed, and the doctors gave him a cow, and everyone thought, "What the? He <laughs> giving him a cow?" And in the Western world, imagine if you gave someone a, a cow when they went, they got depressed. In the Western world, you get antidepressants, you get therapy if you're lucky. After a while, whilst the cow was purpose like you know he, he milked the cow for god knows how many days on end and he suddenly felt okay again because he had something worthwhile in the cow mm, it's almost an nice. alternative look because they obviously don't have access to the medical resources that we have in the west but they had to think of unorthodox measures and it proved to be much more effective so there's always that side of mm. going to
1: man this links to some good stuff like victor frankel this also links to i would dare say even Stuff like <laughs> in a way, rasp <laughs> over in Russia. And uh, have you heard of John of God? No, I've never heard of John of God. Um, There's a, a documentary on him, about him on, on Netflix right now. But John of God was like this guy in Brazil that he claimed to have powers to heal people, like this mysterious powers to heal people's cancers and shit like that um and this links, this kind of uh, makes me think of John of God and Rasputin because like Rasputin was uh ordered by the czar Nicholas II to to cure his his son who had some like blood problem like he couldn't stop bleeding if he had if he got a cut or something right and like Rasputin t- takes on this task and because of, I don't know why, but he knows some deep psychology shit. And Rasputin knows that the kid is sick because the mom is so stressed out. So Rasputin treats the mom and that saves the kid. And everyone says, oh, Rasputin has magic powers. He can heal the kid's <laughs> blood problems and shit, right?
0: Right, okay. Something like... <laughs> Damn, yeah that, is, yeah, that is... But then again, it is a different approach, even though it's unorthodox if it's effective then you can't really knock it
1: mm.
0: yeah it's like with spiritual practices like law of attraction and stuff like that people think it's woo woo but if it's effective for people then you can't really condemn it too much
1: yeah and you can experiment with it yourself too yeah even well. try some something small like opening your your mayonnaise jar or something like can you like if you're having trouble opening it can you visualize yourself opening it Cause it gets easier to open it when you visualize it yeah absolutely you go through the whole process before you do yeah, it yeah like try something small and then go bigger 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 until one day you're like fucking donald trump like i'm gonna visualize i'm gonna be president of america <laughs> yeah i still remember watching a video which said uh top five things
0: that pranks that went wrong and it shows when he said in july 2015 he was like i'm running and everyone's like hey oh, see how long it goes and it gets closer and closer, and it's like, right, not now,
1: not anymore. <laughs>
0: oh man, uh, were you in Virginia the night he
1: won? Yeah, I was at an election party actually, because I'm a I'm a political science major. Yeah, sure. And uh, my university was mostly uh, Democrats, mm. and I guess like my my views and whatever do lean more towards uh, Democrats too. Anyway, I, I went to, a, to an election party, and we were watching it and drinking and stuff, and Hillary Clinton won Virginia, so we're like, yeah, Hillary won Virginia, uh, let's get fucked up, <laughs> taking shots, drinking beer, like, and then I, I think I just blacked out, and then like I woke up the next morning, and we're like, what the hell happened, someone's like, yo, Trump won, i like, shut the fuck up, like, yeah, Trump won for real, <laughs> that's how we found out. <laughs> oh my
0: God. Yeah, mine's pretty similar, I mean, I, w- I was hosting an election party myself, there wasn't many of us, there was only a few, but I think I had something ridiculous, like three bottles of wine throughout the night, and as the results are coming in, someone's like, Trump's won Florida, we're like, what, no, that means he might win, and we're all like, no, surely not, and everyone's getting a bit silly and giddy, it gets to about 5am our time when it gets confirmed that he's won, but by that point I'm obliterated, so I go to sleep... <laughs> sky news pop on my phone saying 45th president is donald trump and i thought oh my goodness oh (laughs) yeah it happened it's a movie yeah
1: i don't know too much about florida but like i think the like the top half of the state of florida is rural like it's and it's totally different from the bottom half of florida which is more uh i guess latino specifically latino Like, Mm like if you only speak spanish you could live in miami and with no problem everyone speaks Spanish right I see yeah that's the but then also the Latinos that mostly live in Miami and in Florida are uh they're descendants of Cubans so they've been raised to oppose any left-wing ideas because in Latin America left-wing means communist so they're they're thinking about the the Castro regime and all that stuff so they're anti-left they go they always vote right (laughs) maybe not always but mostly vote right
0: right I see that's the vibe it goes but yeah what was it like once trump had won then did you <laughs> you went back to uni or did you carry on not partying but
1: drowning the sorrows uh i had a my political science class that next morning so we crawled over there hung over as hell and all of our professors had predicted that trump would lose all of them did and they're all PhD political science professors right so then when I got when we got to the the class our professor was like pretty nervous and stuttering and talking about like I don't know what the hell's gonna happen now because Trump is president (laughs) yeah yeah they'd all been like oh shit
0: we've called this one badly wrong (laughs) damn were you surrounded by a lot of classmates who
1: were think who were all I don't know really upset we're all like
0: no I can't believe it Trump's won
1: yeah, most were really upset. And there were, like, there was, like, maybe a 2% of them that were happy. But most of them were upset because, like, Northern Virginia is, uh, like, if Hillary won Virginia, it's because of, like, my county, Fairfax County, and some surrounding places. Um, like, the more diverse places in Virginia, they do lean more left. It's more diverse, too. So, like, my hometown is, uh, yeah, it's more left-wing. Left well, people we're... were bummed out yeah, yeah i can see
0: yeah i still remember this time round we were all in the office watching the results come in and i'm thinking is he going to do it again because i'm sure he won florida again and part of me thought no he's not pulling it off for a second time surely and then he called that press conference to say he'd won even though the vote hadn't even was <laughs> wasn't even halfway through do you remember that
1: <laughs> yeah
0: Oh, so yeah. He was like, stop the count. He was on Twitter, stop the count.
1: <laughs> it's like somebody that will do anything to win, which I can respect that. that he can, he'll he do whatever it takes to win. Sure, I can respect that, but uh, I guess he couldn't do that in this case. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like the, the, in, the institution of American presidential elections was stronger than he was
0: yeah and he still didn't even admit it i still think to this day he probably still thinks he won that election
1: yeah so i he's probably Capitol. laughing his ass off at joe biden right now because joe biden is coming off as pretty weak yeah no so i'm sure trump is at home like man i wouldn't have done that shit. <laughs> if he had his twitter
0: account he'd be he'd be having a field day but he's i think he's got a two-year plan i think he's yeah he's not allowed for two years
1: <laughs> that's funny
0: Yeah, I bet he's he's still trying to find an outlet though. You can imagine him just sat at home and his wife or someone being like, Donald, you can't tweet today. And he's like, he's just absolutely gagging. Like, I need to, I need to. (laughs) Mm.
1: That guy. I don't know what to expect from from Biden, man. Like this guy seems pretty weak so far. And the stuff I've heard him say on TV lately, he's like making excuses for what's happening in Afghanistan. Like, oh, because Trump... He like left this terrible treaty before we came into office. Like, it just it shows that he can't take responsibility for stuff like an adult should.
0: Yeah, how old is Biden? He's the oldest elected president. I think he's seventy four. Is that
1: correct? I don't know. At least that guy's ancient, man.
0: Yeah, he came across really. Actually, that's a lie. I'm pretty sure he's seventy eight. I'm just gonna Google this now. Just out of <laughs> curiosity. If I had a a Jane- J. <laughs> this is the uh, Jamie <laughs> Jamie get it up holds Biden <laughs> I might hire my roommate to be my, my new Jamie but yeah uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll be like Helen but Jamie yeah Biden is 78 so <laughs> 78 years of age yeah he is ancient he was the oldest to be elected but he looks he very much looks 78 where for example Donald Trump <laughs> I believe is 74 but he doesn't look 74 you'd guess he's in his 60s Whilst this is my view anyway, and this is Biden, who you can tell he's he's old. You can tell he's ancient. He looks, you know, he looks frail. He looks weak. He doesn't look particularly authoritative. He's not giving off a good message as an American leader when Afghanistan, mm. the Afghanistan situation, requires one. So I can understand yeah. the frustration towards Biden right now. And yes, yeah, you say Trump is probably at home laughing his
1: ass off. <laughs> probably. Damn, I, I wonder who will run next. I guess Trump again, right? Like, oh yeah,
0: uh... he's allowed one more term because he got um acquitted both times on the impeachment trials. So he's allowed to go again. And he'll be he'll be going. He's planning it right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll.
0: He's just waiting for it. Oh, what else? Yeah, what else has he done? Um, yeah, I'm I'm surprised there hasn't been like a Netflix like meet like there will be, I think, in when's the next election? Twenty twenty four, yeah. In early twenty twenty four there'll be like Trump that he fights back. It'll just be a documentary planning his route back to office.
1: (laughs) And I wonder who would be his vice president.
0: Oh jeez, jeez. Yeah. He's not allowed Pence again, is he? I don't know. Yeah.
1: I think it's But also they ended it on weird terms.
0: Oh did they? Oh maybe did Pence throw him under the bus after the whole storm in the Capitol?
1: situation um i can't remember but i think like somebody had to admit defeat at like after the the elections and i think pence admitted defeat whereas trump didn't want to admit it something like uh, that right yeah. i could be wrong
0: well yeah i mean i'm not a fan of pence by any stretch of imagination but at least he admitted he lost like <laughs> 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 yeah but- <laughs> Donald still hasn't. Yeah, he's like it's rigged. Every I remember going on his Twitter once, and every single tweet had next to it, "This has been fact checked. It's not true."
1: <laughs> every
0: single oh, one. Like, this guy's the sitting president. <laughs> this guy's in office. Oh
1: man. Guess we'll see what happens. Right now, Peru is going through something somewhat similar. Like we had a big election. Um between, do you know anything about Peruvian politics?
0: Absolutely nothing, please enlighten me.
1: There was this, so we had terrorism back in the 80s. And then in the early nine, in the early 90s, this guy named Fujimori, which sounds Japanese because he's of a Japanese family. Um, so a Japanese Peruvian guy ran for president and, and won. And he, uh, yeah, he, I guess he did help end terrorism. And then afterwards, uh, used the power to treat himself and did things, what got him in trouble was that he, he thought that there were terrorists hiding in a university. So he ordered it to be closed down and for everyone to be killed inside that university. So because of that, he went to jail for, for crimes against humanity. Jeez. So like fast forward to today, his daughter his daughter just ran for president for the third time and uh it was really close between her and then some guy who's like from the countryside who's a high school teacher who has no experience in government but he says he's for the people right
0: right okay one of those. and
1: yeah so like people were divided about that like the capital city lima was like totally against the the high school teacher guy but but the rural populations were in favor of him so he ended up winning
0: so and
1: uh that- political experience he's basically a paid intern right
0: (sighs) paid intern who just gets the biggest job of all
1: (laughs) yeah he's learning it as he goes he's but he's the president
0: (laughs) work experience added responsibility yeah
1: (laughs) so right now like uh i think the dollar went up and the peruvian currency went down so like uh stuff is not looking too good at the moment well, uh, and also he claimed to be Marxist. So then, of course, like foreign investment has uh, decreased at the moment. Yeah. Wow, okay.
0: Honestly, as someone who didn't know anything about Peruvian politics, this is one hell of an eye opener. I mean, even <laughs> the guy's daughter running for office, given what he did,
1: seems quite crazy as well. Mm. And she keeps saying, like, I'm not going because, like, her dad is still in jail for. For what he did, yeah, I'm not and surprised. she keeps saying, "I'm not, I'm not going to free him when I get, when I get the presidency." I promise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, is she, she's allowed to do
1: that, right? If she's president, she can do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah she can pardon herself. Geez, yeah, that's what everyone was saying about Hillary. It was like, <laughs> as soon as Hillary gets president, she says she's exonerating herself. But Trump didn't even send her to jail, so it was all right. <laughs> Damn it, man. Politics is a weird game. How come you decided to major in politics?
1: Oh, right. Um, like I didn't know what to major in for a long time, so I was just wasting time in university, in community college specifically, studying first psychology. Uh, and then psychology bored me because, like, I wanted to learn about emotions and feelings and thoughts. And we're learning about brain parts for a year. And I said, fuck mm-hmm. this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I switched over to music because I wanted to do music, but I wasn't like, I wasn't good enough really. Like I didn't have much experience, so that wasn't going to work. So then I was like, oh fuck, okay, I don't know what to do. And then one day just by, by accident, my dad is watching a movie and I sit down to watch with him and it's The, the Motorcycle Diaries. The movie about like a young chig about a, traveling with his friend on a motorbike from Argentina. And up through the west coast of South America, and, and something about that, like they talk about communism and stuff, and and people in, in the countryside. And I was, how come I don't know anything about this? Like, I'm I was born in South America, but I don't know any of its history. So then, I just became intrigued in that, and and I was in the beginning like intrigued by the thought of like what is communism, blah blah blah. Fast forward to today, like um, like I'm glad that I. I looked into it so I could see that it's not something that's going to work. <laughs> but I had to look into it first to, to figure that out.
0: Yeah, I see. I feel like if there's one career that you're going to face opposition in, no matter what you do, it's politics. But maybe I'm being slightly mm-hmm. ignorant.
1: Maybe there's so many different interests going on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, everyone is playing for their team. They'll do what they have to do to win.
0: Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's it's a bit ugly. Yeah, it's a bit doggy, doggy's dog, right?
1: It does seem like that. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought
0: journalism was bad for that, but politics is ten times worse.
1: <laughs> Damn man, but yeah, yeah, it's tricky. Like if I was a president of Peru one day, like I don't know how long it would take for someone to put a hit on me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm like. Saying. Imagine like yeah,
0: if you're one of those characters, so you're in office at that higher level, so you're like President of Peru, like Nick, or whether you're Trump. Like, how do you wake up every day and not feel
1: some sort of anxiety? Right, especially if you're trying to do things that are helpful for the country, because there's many forces that are working against that. Especially in South America, when you have uh, like like cocaine drug lords in your country that they don't want you to end corruption. <laughs> <laughs> so what if you're working against corruption? You're working against the narcs too. And that's that's a tough enemy.
0: Yeah, yeah, you don't really want to cross the bad side. Damn. Have you ever considered running for some kind of office in Peru? I
1: don't know. When I was younger, I had that like fantasy. Right now, I don't really care. Honestly. If it happens, then cool. And if not, also, I don't care. Yeah. I feel like, is
0: there, an, is there a certain age that you have to be to run for the higher offices. I think in the US, it's 35.
1: Mm. Peru, I don't know. I just hope whoever does it is mentally mature more than physically mature. Right, okay. Because you could be an old man and be stupid as fuck. That's still possible, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've seen it. We've, we've, <laughs> we've given you know two possible examples. but <laughs> <laughs> Two it, case studies. Two <laughs> case <UK> studies. <laughs> Donald and Biden. Yeah, isn't there another thing and i don't know why this is true well maybe there's an obvious reason i'm just missing it you have to be married to be the president
1: ah uh, right especially in like um countries that you hear in the mainstream media a lot yeah but why is that but like? if you're like the president of hungary or something like no one goes no one cares <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real but why is it i that guess
0: it's- married in the states
1: I guess like, as a role model for the country, right? Like, this is what a successful man looks like. Somebody who can have a family, has a wife, has children. At least now, they don't care if you have a son or not, right? Before it was like, you have to have a son. But now it's like, yeah. as long as you have, if you have children, that, that that's a plus. If you're married to a opposite sex partner, then, uh, then cool. Socially acceptable.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking about, the whole vibe thing. Do we, I know that, Bi, well, Biden's actually lost children. These are a really rough upbringing. I know that Trump, mm. I know that Trump has three children. Uh, Obama has as well. Do the, the Clintons? Do the Clintons have children? Yeah, yeah, Chelsea. Oh, yeah, of course. Jeez, yeah, okay, cool. So, There's the thing. I'm actually Googling this now. Why does a president need a wife? This is where I need a Jamie. <laughs> in, in episodes 300 to 400, Maybe I should make a target by episode five hundred I'll hire Jamie, so we can get <laughs> right sorted. yeah need it. I'm not finding anything that's it's a very long winded version of saying
1: you know just because it looks socially acceptable yeah it's good for PR. like it's a good it's good for the image yeah. you need to do marketing on on yourself right as a president, like you have to look good <laughs> be socially acceptable
0: yeah, for real it's the same in. Well, actually, some of our prime ministers in Britain, (laughs) they get the job because they've got a bit of a a bit of an aura, shall we say? They're a bit, yeah, they're a bit charismatic in public. Like Boris Johnson is the prime example. Charismatic Mm -hmm. in public has has a good, I don't know, slightly good public image where the public will somewhat be endorsed to him, but be absolutely useless at their job. But it it doesn't matter. (sighs) He's he's going to win again. Like when we have our next general election. Still, even though really? he completely handled the pandemic in one of the worst ways possible, he, he's going to win another landslide, and it's <laughs> so it's almost as if you know anything that happens, he's still. Are you familiar with too much of UK politics? Not so much. <laughs> Don't because, but I actually do. If you want some, information. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a case study. His yeah. one of his chief advisors, Dominic Cummings, he during the height of the pandemic, so April 2020. He set the rules. So he says, do not, go, do not leave your house, stay at home. That was the message, stay at home. Okay. He then drove 240 miles from London to Durham to visit his family, even though he told the whole country to stay at home. And when he was questioned, uh-huh. he, he was going for an eye test. So he, if he urgently needed an eye test, which means his eyesight wasn't the greatest, he drove 240 miles <laughs> to, to test that theory.
1: That's ridiculous, man.
0: Yeah. He's gone now. He's gone. He did a, uh, he, was, he, was, he did an inquiry not too long ago where he was just admitting, he said, yep, I can't, he, he had a chat with Boris one day and said, I can't believe that we're in charge. There are a lot of smarter people than us who are lower down in the pecking order. It's like, how is this actually happening? Yeah, <laughs> still, people are still going to vote. And who's the, oh, Matt Hancock. He's the other who, he set the rules as well. Stay at home. You're not allowed to mix with anybody outside of your bubble, etc and he got caught having an affair. It's just a cringy CCTV video of him meeting a woman outside a shop and he's like snogging her <laughs> and he's just completely cheating on his wife and I'm breaking the rules that he's told the whole country to abide by. And you're thinking these guys are the, the figureheads of our government. These are supposed to get us through the crisis. If you don't laugh, you cry. It's as simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's one though. Maybe New Zealand except for that are there many countries in the world who are really happy with their government
1: damn at the moment I don't know maybe Bhutan or something (laughs) (laughs) I don't know yeah maybe some Canadians are happy
0: yeah some of them like him yeah no that's true actually Uh, no not really Australia the pandemic's been playing up the last few weeks and months which is a shame because I really want to go and live there but
1: mm, and, and definitely not Brazil. Brazil's doing terrible, man.
0: Oh, what's Brazil like? Really bad.
1: Um, yeah, I mean their, their current president, Bolsonaro, he was a close ally of Trump. Ooh. Um, but anyways, like he did not believe that the virus was a big deal, that, that COVID was a big deal, so he never established any uh like uh, safety rules for it. He just said, ah, oh, it's like a little flu. you'll get over it, don't worry. <laughs> Fast forward to now, like, his country has had hundreds of thousands of deaths.
0: Yeah. No, and I'm... he
1: still did not want to place any safety rules.
0: My lord. I'm going to Google now. List of countries worst affected by COVID. I wonder. Yet yeah, Brazil is third. It's the first one. Yeah, man. Yeah. Have a, have a guess which is top though, which country is top?
1: Is it India right now?
0: Uh, that's second.
1: I know Peru is pretty bad too. But number one, I don't know who is it.
0: It's the United States.
1: For real? Is yeah. this correct? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We are.
1: Dude, fifth. what the hell?
0: We're fifth. It goes U.S., India, Brazil, Russia, uh, U.K., France, Turkey. Oh, I didn't know Argentina were that bad. They're really high up there.
1: Is this like the most, like, what, like most cases per day or most deaths or what is
0: it? Uh, I, it says the countries that have the most cases. Yeah, the most cases.
1: Ah, shit, man. Yeah. Well, I'll be there in December. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> Ooh,
0: I'm, I'm still searching for Vietnam right now. What's the best? Oh, here are countries that I don't know anything about. So like Micronesia, Saint Helena, mm. some of that. they're they're okay apparently. Okay. Let me just get up. So tiny countries. Yeah, exactly. Let me get up to V in New Zealand. Yeah, that's one of the best. I'm tra- looking for Viet I just realised I went right to the bottom for- expecting to find Vietnam, but because of you know, because of the last three months, mm. Vietnam's skyri- ooh, ooh, ooh ooh Okay. Four hundred seventy three thousand. Jeez, Do you remember that point last year where Vietnam were just on three hundred or seven hundred for just most yeah. thirty five deaths. That was it,
1: dude. Man, like the biggest mistake here in Vietnam was not locking down after that incident in in Gava district.
0: Yes, I completely agree with that. I think that what really puddle, puzzled not puddled, puzzled me in May. It was, the first outbreak was the first few days, so May 4th, let's say. And we almost meandered into it where we said, okay, everything's shut, but it wasn't. I could still go to restaurants and pubs and so did everybody else. And the GoVap thing happened in, I believe, late May as well. And everyone was just still going about the day and there was no drastic action, which was weird for Vietnam. And June was the same Hmm. thing and July was the same thing. And now it got to the point where we're all fucking stuck in curfew.
1: Yeah, man. Bonk. Then I wonder how many infections are coming across the border today, if any. I wonder, because that was a problem too, right?
0: Uh, I think so. I think there was something to do with that. Yeah, I, I. To be honest with you, I've tried to avoid Vietnam COVID news because you know it's always so bloody negative and often. Yeah,
1: it's not getting much better.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just think I'm looking at it now. How I many new cases today? Oh, twelve thousand new cases today. Fuck. Thirteen thousand on average, and that brings me to the point where when is it actually going to get better? Like not to be you know, right. a right, uh, not to be too pessimistic or too anxious, but when are we actually going to be able to get to some kind of normality? Because I I'm thinking that oh it'll be all right by October, but things have to open slowly. <laughs> So these ideas of you know mm. traveling to Fukuok and going to pubs and dancing at Observatory, they're pretty low on the pecking order.
1: Yeah, I I at least want to be able to walk to my local mini stop and buy something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think you'll be able to do that by the time you leave. Yours is sixth of December, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully, in like November, we can have a I don't know, uh, yeah, a little shindig. <laughs> Some kind Yeah, of, right. Yeah, some kind of gathering. How come, if I may ask you, you decided to go 6th of December rather than like
1: now? I was originally gonna leave in June. Um because the company that shall not be named <laughs> <laughs> um was making right, they're giving us these weird contract offers and stuff, and and then they said, Well, if you don't sign then 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 you have to go back to your country. Like, okay, I'll go back to my country. <laughs> so I was going to leave, but also, you know, I have my, my girlfriend here. And, and in that moment, it just, I think it was too quick of a move for me to leave so quickly, like, like uh, within a week, right? Yeah, yeah. It would have been, I guess, too sudden. And then uh, so I stayed here a bit longer and I tried to find a new job, even though the, the company that shall not be named told me that legally I could not stay longer and that I could not work for a new place. So I told them, OK, I'm going back to my country, but I just stayed here and look for a job. And I found one. Yeah. And I got the visa and I got the work permit. Exactly how they said would not happen, but it was possible. So they were lying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What? They'd lie? No way. <laughs> No way that me right. you mentioned would, but hey, damn. But yeah, I'm glad you got to stay. Yeah. yeah, we've got to knock out quite a few podcasts as a result. I don't. I think when you were going to leave, we hadn't done the first cold ones with Max either.
1: Ah, uh, I think I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Now I remember you saying something like, "I might be going back to the states," so I was like, "Shit, we'll get the we'll get the cold ones done soon. We'll get it st- done soon." And since then, we've done. You know.
1: Yeah, I was saying goodbye to people. Oh, I was geez. really. Telling all my friends, "Yo, I'm leaving." Right? I told my girlfriend, "I'm leaving," and then she was like, "Oh, wait." And then, "Okay, fine, I'll stay a little longer." (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And the funny thing is, like, uh, in that process, a whole other like sequence of things happened. Like, like me and her broke up, and then like I, like uh, something like I met somebody that uh, that I thought like somebody like really amazing, right? That I thought, oh, this is the person I've been looking for my whole life. And like I was like, I'm gonna go for it. Why the fuck not? So I broke up with my girlfriend and I went for it. But then eventually, like I realized, oh wait, I always do this. I'm always looking for somebody perfect, uh, to fill the void that I have. Yes. But but the problem is that I keep hurting people because I keep doing this and I keep going to the next one and eventually finding. Little things wrong about that person to then go on to the next one in this endless loop.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I'm pretty similar, to be honest with you. Uh, in terms of the perfection aspect, I always look for the flaws once it gets serious. I think, oh, yeah, but they're not. Mm. They're not. It's like, well, neither are you. <laughs> you know, like, drop your ego yeah. and <laughs> naturally try and work out the common ground. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, but ultimately, you're glad you stayed in Vietnam for this period, would you say?
1: Yeah, because um, it did put me through a lot of uh, challenges, and I have to be thankful for those challenges because I got a lot of insight from them. I learned a lot about myself. Like uh, what I'm telling you right now, I didn't know. Right, I didn't. I didn't realize I was. I was trying to fill my emptiness like this from like my, my whole adult life. Like I've been doing this for a long time, and I wasn't even aware of it. I was just like, oh man, I just I just keep finding the wrong people. That's what it is. Like you know. <laughs> I
0: love that phrase. I've done it as well where you always say, oh, yeah, I keep finding the wrong people. But the common denominator with all of the wrong people is that you're involved. <laughs> and once that hits you, yeah, Ooh, okay. Yeah, I was, the, I was the main one that was that was wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, it sucks. It does hurt, though, you know, when you have to admit that you're wrong and you admit that
1: you're the problem. It's, <laughs> it's a real slap in the face. Mm. Yeah, it's something that I'm getting used to now because you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah, you do. You do, otherwise, nothing's going to change and stuff needs to change. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, then what, what ultimately happened is like me and, and the new person, uh, uh, yeah, I guess it's just uh, we became friends for a bit. Um, but then you know I got back with my girlfriend and the friend that I had made stopped talking to me, and that's where we are now.
0: Right. Okay. That's the situation. Does she listen to these podcasts?
1: she i know she's heard some episodes before so she might be listening right now so if she's listening right now like Have you got i hope best. we can talk soon <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, right. i hope we can talk again soon uh, uh whenever that is i'm happy to talk and if not then as you know already i'll surrender to that so it's up to you no problem
0: Boom. this podcast is rekindling friendships and <laughs> Helping people work out their differences. Yeah. (laughs) I always want to do that. I've actually wanted to do this for a while, is get two people on who either have stopped speaking or have have two differences and get Mm -hmm. both sides dissecting and understanding each other's point of view and have it for a podcast as a template for how you should negotiate rather than argue.
1: Right. And hopefully those two people are ready to... To have a conversation and not yell over each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, well that's the thing, it's gonna be pretty tricky. I mean, how do I even advertise this though? Like I <laughs> do I advertise this as I'm Dr. Phil? I'm Dr. Phil and I can get you two to start your differences.
1: Yeah, Dr. Connor.
0: Dr. Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine now, I have considered it, but I'd feel like such a dick, like putting it on social media saying try to be Dr. Phil. So I think I'll stick to the I'll stick to the rambling for now. I'll stick to the maybe a bit of Jerry, a bit of London Real. I feel like I've got somewhere. I feel like, I don't think I'm qualified to do Dr. Phil. Like, Jesus, imagine if I'm telling other people about their problems.
1: Dude, but I think Dr. Phil's not even a doctor, right? So that's okay.
0: Yeah, that's true, actually. I think he's just a guy. He's nah, he's... <laughs> yeah. he's just a guy. Who... I'm actually. So gonna... we could do it. Yeah, yeah. Boom, we just get people on and set their differences. Yeah, I'd actually love to do that. I actually, you know, on a slightly more serious note i love to see people both admit they're wrong both admit what they did to one another and sort it out and they don't have to be best friends but at least they fucking sorted it i love even when i argue with people i actually love the point where it gets sorted that's my favorite bit
1: <laughs> yeah it feels good <laughs> yeah definitely yeah yeah but something like have- i'm gonna be doing a lot of that when i get back to virginia Oh yeah, Ooh. like like having all these much needed conversations face to face with people close to me like my close friends, my family, and just having the conversations that should have happened a long time ago, but for, but for whatever reason did not happen.
0: Yeah. Are you ready for those? Are you preparing for them already, or are you just going to go off the cuff when you get there?
1: I'm preparing for them. like I'm preparing for the tension and the pressure. Um, and, yeah, I think by the time I get there, it'll happen. It has to happen better sooner than later like it's just like um it's like waxing right But like, just do it, <laughs> just, rip it off. just rip it off nice uh
0: dr phil um holds a doctorate in clinical psychology but he ceased to renew ah, the license in 2006 phil uh-huh. yeah so <laughs> oh damn right okay i've not got i've not got that doctorate so i'll, I'll do my own version of dr phil like yeah <laughs> yeah why not yeah we don't really have that in the uk a dr phil style we have i know there's jerry springer in the us and mm-hmm. there was jeremy kyle in the uk and they're basically the same thing except for there's a lot more punching and fisticuffs involved on jerry springer
1: <laughs> jerry jerry
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that the sort of show that well in the uk whenever you were off sick off school you'd watch jeremy kyle in the U.S., if you were off school, would you watch Jerry Springer?
1: I don't know. Not in my house. No. <laughs> I think I just watch cartoons or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. That stuff. It works in America, but in Britain, it's, to be honest with you, it got axed two years ago, and I was delighted because it was the modern-day equivalent of public stonings and hangings. It was so brutal to watch, you know, clearly vulnerable people being targeted and jeremy kyle who's an ex gambling addict and cheated on his wife is there really judging them he's going right in the faces and calling them all sorts of names and you think what like how can you do this and they get out the lie detector do they do that on jerry springer where they have the lie detector at the end
1: <laughs> i don't know maybe I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, they get out a lie detector and he's like did you have sexual contact with this other girl yes or no and he's like i said no and he went this test says you're a liar And suddenly the audience gasp she storms off the stage he storms after her, and jeremy goes you stay there and he goes there and sorts it
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was news? a show like that in, uh, in peru too but like they didn't have a a lie detector but they did have somebody who would like secretly film them when they're cheating on their wife or whatever like we got you on camera like and here's the guy that did it and then they start fighting like right in front of everybody (laughs) (laughs) i'd love to see this show
0: oh well so they just get (laughs) two people at a studio and like someone is the one who's been cheated on he has to
1: guess who oh like some lady's talking to the host like yeah like i think like something's wrong with my husband he doesn't talk to me as much and then she's like well look what we found we have footage of your husband with some other woman and she's here in the studio (laughs) (laughs) oh my god fist fight
0: yeah nah man that that sounds that sounds like decent viewing that sounds like something that could get get a crowd it's like that other show in we have similar in the uk to a degree where (laughs) actually it's not really that similar but it was called sun sex and suspicious parents where a load of dudes or a load of girls would go on their first holiday together when they're about 17 to this european strip type place where they just got fucked and had a load of sex and as they get there the parents are secretly watching them and then right at the end they come out and go we've been watching you on holiday the whole time (laughs) oh my god like if one of my parents did that i'd never speak to them again you know if they put me on tv like that (laughs) yeah and also the shores there's jersey shore and geordie shore i don't know did you ever watch jersey shore
1: no, I just watched the episode of South Park with Snooky.
0: Oh, okay. See, this is bad. I've <laughs> only watched like compilations of South Park. I've never actually watched the full episode.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She watches some stuff about like Mr. Towel and Mr. Hanky and Mr. Slave. Jesus guys like that dude. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, okay. Damn me yeah, out. I need to get that stuck up. Yeah.
1: I, I always wondered. Mr. That- Slave just puts everything up his butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he puts dribbles up his butt. He puts Paris Hilton in his butt. And like, every time he puts them in his butt, he's like, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I always wonder, people who make these shows, both cartoons and secondly, all these, are they reality TV shows like the Peruvian one where it's like, and someone did it here. I wonder what they were on to come up with these ideas. <laughs>
1: You know I guess we're feeding into what we want to see, right? Like, oh, yeah, she got revenge on her cheating husband. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we
0: all want to see the fight, I guess. Everyone just wants to get the bit where it's like, oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. What's this show
1: called, the Peru one,
0: Gina? you know? They're in the audience. Ah!
1: <laughs> yeah, look it up. Um, the name is Laura, like L-A-U-R-A. 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 Laura... Yep. Uh, N. That's E-N. Yep. Laura, E-N. Space. America.
0: Uh, yeah, it's coming up straight away. Laura, <laughs> <in> America. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: coming... You'll find some good stuff there. <laughs>
0: Leono desgraciado. Wait, it's, it's in Spanish, right?
1: Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Desgraciado.
0: <Yeah. Of> <laughs> or... Oh, Jesus Well, I've actually wanted to learn Spanish, so... Imagine if I learned Spanish based off watching this show. Like, how did you get exposed to Spanish culture? Uh, Laura in America. <laughs> it's like learning English through Jerry Springer. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all sat around. Yeah, like, I'm guessing this is Laura. The the, the blonde lady who stood up and then there's five ladies yeah. all, all gone around.
1: Oh, good. It's always like, Laura is like the, the white Peruvian lady and her guests are always like indigenous looking people. <laughs> Oh my
0: god. <laughs> I'll, yeah, literally, I typed in Laura and America fight, and the, the result keep <laughs> coming up. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Jim uh...
1: like All my family watched it and
0: Oh sweet! So yeah, we've covered quite a bit today, man. But yeah, episode two hundred went pretty well. Thank you for being the guest, and we'll have some more in the near future. I think we've got some pretty exciting guests lined up who we won't speak about just yet. But yeah, cheers for coming on, man. Appreciate
1: it. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be on the two hundredth episode.
0: Landmark. <laughs> I'll let you know when number three hundred is coming out, and maybe we'll you'll probably be in Virginia then unless I go full Goggins for the next three months then maybe (laughs) maybe you might be in Vietnam for the 300 who knows
1: but even if I'm in Virginia we can still do a zoom thing and then I'll just do it from there yeah Yeah. same as now
0: yeah that's sweet I'll let you know on the proceedings so yeah see you for number 300 and take care dude
1: all right take it easy see you